millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. This is the romance episode with Valentine's Day coming up 2024. Obviously, you could be listening to this any day of the year, but in real time, IRL, we are recording this right before Valentine's Day. And let me tell you, Rosemary, your house is a pink marvel. All the balloons, the cards, the hearts. <laughs> I actually saw a really cute... Do you follow Charlotte Stone House on Instagram? I think it's Charlotte's... No, it's not Charlotte Stone. It's Charlotte's old house, maybe. Anyway, she does a lot of crafts and she did a really cute one today where she got cardboard, cut it out in the shape of a heart, made basically big cardboard love hearts, you know, like the candy, and wrote yeah. things on them. It was very cute. Oh, well, last year... Oh, sorry. We Are Not Without My Sister... I'm Beatrice McCabe, you're Rosemary McCabe, and I have to tell you, when I said we're currently sitting in Rosemary's sitting room, and when I said, I love your house and it's covered in pink, she actually looked around in confusion, which is amazing. Well, I was more <laughs> thinking, I do have some pink, like the curtains are pink and there's pink on that picture behind you, but you can't see that. But I was like, is there really that much pink? And you're then I wearing pink. you were making a yoke. You're wearing pink. If you're not on our Patreon, this month we're doing five episodes a week. So Monday through Friday, I'll get a new episode on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister for just $5 a month. And if you don't need any new episodes, but you would just like to support the pod, we also have a tip jar level, $2 a month, just to let us know that you like what we're doing and you want us to keep doing it. That's your Valentine to us. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. And an even better Valentine is five star review anywhere you can get uh, anywhere you can review a podcast, which is anywhere. And five stars, lots of love, compliments, only positive reviews, only good vibes, please. Which is anywhere, the podcast <laughs> expert. Can I review a podcast on Amazon? <laughs> you probably can, I can, but I don't I think know that, that I think Amazon that. has podcasts. Yeah, actually. but I don't know that it would be that useful. But oh yeah, 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 mm. they do. Yeah, probably. So yes is the answer. Can you review a podcast on the Home Depot website? I mean, I'd have to go and look. Oh my God, maybe we should start leaving comments on all these websites about like clothes and stuff we've bought and been like, I really love this dress. I heard about it on my favorite podcast, Not Without My Sister. Maybe we just get more direct and say five stars because it'll be a verified purchase. Love this dress. Please listen to Not Without My Sister. Well, I don't want them to delete the comments for spam. So I was trying to do it in a kind of a sneaky way. All right. Yeah, good one.
how do you feel about Valentine's Day I in mean, general? I enjoy it. I mean, it's a hallmark, you know, uh, holiday. It's very commercial. I'm not into commercial ventures. You cynic. I've totally made that up. I love Valentine's Day. It's nice. It's a nice opportunity to say to somebody, I care about you. Thank you. I care about you. Don't you know I care about you? Name that TV show. Name that accent and I, that TV show. <laughs> I want to say Minnesota and I've no idea. I'll try it again. I care about you. Don't you know I care about you? Canada? Yes, thank you. And that show you used to be obsessed with with the Mountie. Oh yeah, no, that was great, but I can't remember the name of it. That was the guy who's in Friday Night Lights. It's the, that's the coach in Friday Night Lights. Is, is it? Is it? No, actually, no, maybe it's not. So. <laughs> no, maybe it's not. They just look the same. They have square heads and black hair. No, maybe it's not him. Uh, no, anyway, moving on. Degrassi Junior High. What the hell is Degrassi Junior High? Are you actually joking? No. Are you joking? It is an extremely pertinent, relevant, groundbreaking teenage show about high school in Canada. I've never heard the oh. name of that show before in my life. Please. Culture vulture, is that what you call yourself? No, that's not, <laughs> absolutely not what I call myself. Well, what do you think of Valentine's Day CV? That's what I'm going to call you from now on. Oh, the CV's coming over to tell us what we should be watching on TV. The culture vulture, did you get it? Oh, oh <laughs> I got it, Beatrice. What do I think about Valentine's Day? I don't really have any strong feelings about Valentine's Day one way or another. I suppose I do like the idea of taking a day to tell the person you care about that you care about them. But I actually like more, I think, what people do, or what they do in schools when it's like, give a valentine to your friend to show them that you care about them. And it's not so much about one person that you're romantically interested in, as it is about people you love more generally. What are you looking at me like that for? You could work in marketing. Galentines. You could call it, imagine that, Rosemary, girls, gals, you could call a day Galentines if you felt like it. You know what? I was invited to Fort Wayne Food Slut's Galentines Day event that was on last night. She you invited mean that me. term exists? Yeah, Valentine's Day, you're joking? Yes, yeah, Do you think you just made that up? No, I thought you did. No. Of course I didn't. I knew it existed, Rosemary. I've worked, I've worked in a fashion company with social website. Come on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was Your invited face. to Fort Wayne Food Slots Valentine's well, Day thing. Why didn't you go? I couldn't go because we had pottery, but then we didn't end up going to pottery. Rosemary, it was mum and dad's last going. day. Oh, as if. You would never have gone. I would like to have gone. Yeah, you'd like to be the kind of person who'd I go. I would like to be the kind Why of person who'd go. Why don't you could come back with loads of gal, gal pals? I know, that's exactly it. It looked really nice. Where did they go? Uh, they went to like draft tap room downtown and they had pizzas and then they had like little gift bags and they had cupcakes. And stuff. It was very cute. It, it was only about very 12 nice. people. It was lovely. It does sound very nice. But I'm not sure about cupcakes after dinner. Sounds odd. I think they got the cupcakes to bring home. That's cute. Yeah, that's it was cute. very cute. I do actually think that um, it is cute. There's a lot now going on with Valentine's Day, right? Because I have to, you know, you reminded me when you talked about those paper cutouts. Last year, I bought massive adhesive, kind of, you know, those vinyl adhesives that peel right off again mm -hmm. to stick all over the house and the door and the, and the bedroom, like the bedroom doors. And Did you? I don't remember this. I, I couldn't find them. Found them again last week when I was cleaning <laughs> well, out the press. Good timing. I know, that's what I thought. But I did actually make loads of stickers last year and, and hang them up on the boys' doors. And they got up in the morning, walked past them, didn't even notice them, came downstairs and I had to be like, what do you think of those like heart, love hearts upstairs that like say positive things to you? And they're like, what what love hearts? Arsels. I also this year bought um, 
a load of super cute Valentine's candy. Like there are Sour Patch candies and lollipops and all this oh, kind of stuff. Oh yeah, Americans are mad into the promotional candies. Well, I bought loads of those and I bought little heart dishes for the kids and heart straws for their breakfast. I have to remember now to take them out. Isn't it also Ash Wednesday, Valentine's Day this year? Yeah, which so maybe means the day before is Pancake Tuesday. Oh, I thought that was Wednesday. Oh yeah, you're right. You thought Pancake Tuesday was Wednesday. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, they got that wrong. It's on Wednesday. But I never actually said the sentence out loud. But I was thinking I could make little love heart pancakes. But oh, that'd be cute. Right. Anyway, back to me and the stickers, etc. But what happened was they discovered the stash of Halloween candy. So it's all gone. Oh, Valentine's candy. Yes. Val- oh. Yes, sorry, not Halloween. Valentine's candy. You've no control over your children. What do you mean it's all gone? You should have said to them, boys, don't touch that candy. Rosemary, I wasn't there I'm, until I'm the joking. second half and then anyway, it was all open. As if, sorry, as if anybody could say to their kids, don't touch that stash of candy you've discovered. What child among us? Oh, I don't know. I'm always very impressed by people who have just jars of candy like out on display in their homes. I mean, I think it must be candy that they themselves personally are not tempted by. A friend of mine, I remember, came over to my house when I was in my mad fitness phase and I used to have a whole lot of jars, not mason jars, but you know those kind of old-fashioned jars with the metal kind of buckle that you have to clip down? Mm-hmm. I had a whole load of those on my mantelpiece full of different, you know, sugar and flour and whatever and one of them was full of candied cashews and I remember her being like, you must have some incredible self-control. I couldn't have them in the house. You need to remind yourself. You need to do some visioning. Is that what it's called? Vision casting. Of Visualizing? This, yeah, maybe also vision casting. It's also called of these candied cashews and just think to yourself I have the ability to have a ton of self-control I'm actually projecting now I need to do that I feel like I have no self-control anymore and I used to have tons of it do you remember I used to live with a couple who would buy they would buy these chocolates from butlers that were the they're supposed to be drinking chocolates you put the entire chocolate into a thing of warm milk and it Mm -hmm. melts and it makes the drinking chocolate but they would just eat them and they would cut them in half and sometimes one half would be in the fridge for a few days like who the fuck eats half a chocolate (laughs) Sociopaths. If they're listening now, sociopaths. That's what that was. Well, back to the school. So meantime, I filled out loads of sheets of candy grams because the school does a thing where What's you a can candy gram? You pay a dollar and the librarian at the school goes around with a little note and a lollipop delivering the candy gram. Like a gram. stripogram, but PC. Okay. And it says like from, so the boys all basically fill them out to each other. Two chants from Fox. Thank you for being you. Oh, Thank you for being so a nice cute. brother. Yeah. I think they're supposed to give them to other people. But anyway, they're basically just gifting them among the family. Um, And then we had to get all of the like Valentines for each class. So then they have to fill out a Valentine for every single person in their class. I was about to say, we got something home from Atlas's babysitter saying, if you'd like to send, and you know, there's obviously no pressure, but if you'd like to send in a treat or a gift or something for Valentine's Day, here are the names of every single other child. Now, there's like 11 kids, so it's not that many, but I was thinking once they get to school age, that'd be a lot of kids to be sending stuff oh, in for. It's just a lot because you, do, you don't, initially we used to have to sign that, we used, they used to send home a list of all the kids in the class and you'd have to write one for each kid and then sign it from your child. Now at least they just have you sign it. I think so. It's like, it doesn't matter if it goes to Maury, it goes oh, to John. You, you know, yeah, they're yeah. just like, here's one for you from Fox. Here's another one for you from Fox. So I still have to do it for 32, like 96 No, they're just little kids. cards. like Yeah, little cards. And Don bought little Lego men that go inside little hearts with a card inside them. Oh, like that's very, so cute. I know, they're so cute. So then there was war this morning over who was giving away the Lego because the other set was a Mandalorian set. And Bo, so disdainful. That says, I care deeply about you. I am not bringing that into school. I was like, it's okay to care deeply. Ah, no, I want this one. You're a good friend. 
Why like, doesn't oh. he want to care deeply about people? That's emptying my bucket. I know. His, my, my, I think my bucket's very empty at the moment. But I have to say, like, as an adult, Galentine's, friendship, all these school things, like, I appreciate them because everybody gets one. Like, I did not enjoy Valentine's as a child, as a teenager. You know what I really enjoyed? I really, really enjoyed the run-up to Valentine's Day because I was always convinced that this was going to be when I would get like the anonymous Valentine from the boy of my dreams. I was very like caught up in the idea of the anonymous Valentine, not, you know, somebody having a crush on you you didn't know about and then you falling in love. And I think I did get a few anonymous Valentines that I didn't realize were from mom. <laughs> and then I got a lot that I did realize were from mom. But like in the early days, I think I was like, oh, my God, who could this be this person? And could this be, was he looking at me funny? It was only when I got older that I realized, hey, these don't have stamps on them. How did they get in our post box? I'm starting to feel very dejected now, rem- like remembering how I felt about Valentine's Day. I remember like we used to live in the countryside, right? And I used to agonize for the weeks ahead of like, how were people going to be able to slip these in my bag at school? How... What if they wanted desperately to get this card to me, but the injustice of living in the countryside, they wouldn't know my address. It's just living in the countryside. Otherwise, you would have got millions. I know. I mean, God bless me. I mean, I had an amazing ability to suspend disbelief. Still do, actually. But like I was thinking, if I was one of the kids in school now getting one from everybody in the class, I would be convincing myself that deep inside one of these Lego hearts, there is true love embedded. Like, everybody got one from everybody, but yeah, one of these is same. really from, one like of them is somebody, from my true love. somebody who's mad about me, you know? They just didn't have the, like, permission because school has these stupid rules that prevent them from showing yeah, me my yeah, love, yeah. their love for me, etc. Yeah, of course they have to give one to everyone, but my one's the one that matters. That's exa- <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I would oh, think as well. 100% I would be convinced myself. But anyway, I used to be agonized. Then I'd be in school, like, truly feeling sick for the entire day of Valentine's. In case somebody passed by, gave me a sideways look, they clearly have a card in their bag for me. Did you ever send any? I only sent that uh, Diet Coke card once with the rose when I was like a teenager. I never sent a card, but I mean, also because I was in such a panic about it. What if I get caught? What if I have to drop it in their backpack? How would I, could I leave it on their desk? I'd be the laughing stock. How could I? Oh, you would, yeah. Yeah. It was easier in my day because we got lockers. You had lockers? Yeah, they brought in lockers. I didn't know that. Actually, I don't know if I ever had a locker. Was that after my day, in fact? Oh, Rosemary, I would have been mortified. Can you imagine? Knowing me, I would have gotten the letter half stuck in the locker door and then like caught white-handed with my hand stuck on the on the envelope trying to tug imagine it out of the locker. you would actually have died. Uh, truly, I would never have been able to go to school again, ever. I would never have been able to go back and show my face. I am pretty sure that I sent a few anonymous cards. I think you did as well, yeah. I've thankfully managed to erase the identities of the people from my memory. Well, I think I could probably come up with a few of them, but also oh, Jesus. <laughs> also using your word of the week, you were a bit of a horny teenager. So I'd say that like there were some horny cards went out there. My word of the week? Why? Why? Who, who did I call horny yesterday? No, I can't remember. It wasn't you, it was me. Every time I looked sideways, I said, that's I said, that looks very, I, I thought mom said something. She said something like homely and I said horny. And then I was reading a recipe and it said like, chickpea hominy and I was like chickpea hornily oh yeah I was so confused oh and I heard you say that and obviously it put it in my mind because then yesterday while I was watching Buffy I was like yeah we get it Miss Calendar you're horny (laughs) and I never use that word either I hate that word it's along with the randy I hate the word randy especially now that I know people call you hate any reference to sexual arousal you hate wide on 
Oh God, Rosemary, please. <laughs> These are disgusting. You probably Rosemary, hate hard talking, on. Rose, that's all right. The other, other the other one you used yesterday was gross as well. What I can't did I even say? I can't even remember what it was. Well, something like I can't remember. Oh sloshed it over or something. <laughs> I can't remember. It was gross. It was to do with that thing. What about Stiffy? Oh God, are you having a laugh? <laughs> Rosemary, we're talking about romance. No, we're talking about Valentine's. Yeah, romance. We're not talking about sex. Hang okay. on, I'm pretty sure you're the one who said that I wrote some horny cards. Yeah, so you brought you. it up. You brought <laughs> it up. The pun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, ridiculous. Ridiculous. What kind of horny words would I have used? Oh, oh, no, you just were very, like, I'd say you were sending, like, <laughs> I bet you the cards that I would have sent would have been, you know, a heart and a joke. Like I saw the other day, a pizza slice. I'm looking for a pizza or heart. And I was like, that's the kind of card now that I'd be sending. Roses are red. Do you have a lodger? <laughs> what? Oh my God. Go on. Go on. I wish you didn't so I could privately touch your todger. <laughs> oh, Hallmark, is anybody listening? We have a card writing professional here. I can't believe how I happy you look. I was trying to think of a word that rhymed with codger. What about codger? What about even when you're a codger? What does codger mean? Old codger. Old oh, person. I think that's archaic. I love you your now, age now. But when you're a codger, it will not prevent me from avoiding <laughs> your codger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Have what you ever... Roger? That's uh, a perfect word. Roses are red. I wish you were called Roger. No, no. Like the <laughs> oh, action. Oh, go on. No, I will not. Go on. No. I can't dodge her. Rosemary, I can't believe you. I oh, struggled so hard to find a word that rhymes with dodger. Dodger? You've been in America too long. Rosemary, there are so many words here. Go on. Okay. What, what else? Um, you're clever. You're smart. Like the artful dodger. Please do neck. continue. <laughs> what about Podger? You could be thin, you could be a Podger, but it won't stop me from touching your. <laughs> Sounds oh weirdly rapey, to be perfectly honest. I can't, no, no, apart from that, Rosemary, this sounds like 250 year olds. <laughs> You're the one who's trying to talk about Codgers. You're the one who brought up the word Todger. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that the word that Prince Harry used? He's young. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, was that a was a toddy or was it toddy? <laughs> wasn't toddy. Wasn't toddy. Oh, Rosemary, why couldn't you've come up with something contemporary? Try again. <laughs> um, roses are red. <laughs> Roses are red. <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> Cars use the road while boats need a dock. Oh, oh yes, go on. Yeah, you, you've been absolutely reading all these books. Okay, we get the gist of it. Good one. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Much better. Although um, it's not quite the correct analogy because the car drives on the road and the boat docks in listen, the dock. Listen, Beatrice. How about cars use a garage? A boat needs a dock. <laughs> oh no, I've got the perfect place.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Well, Rosemary, I have to say this episode thus far, I hope it's a main feed episode, not Patreon, because it has everything that mom loves about our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter, Todgers. She'll be so proud. She will be. This will be exactly what she needs to welcome her home and make her happy that she's no longer here listening to this nonsense. <laughs> Listen, back to the point. Have you ever gone out on Valentine's Day? Like on a date? No, you see, I actually blame mom and dad for this. Like, you know, all our lives, I mean, it wasn't like they went anywhere, but they sat at home. You know, they went out with their friends very often, but like they wouldn't really go out to restaurants. They'd go out to people's houses and stuff. Mm, Sometimes mm. they'd go out to restaurants when I think when we grew up, like when we left home, obviously like when everybody has more disposable income, they're more likely to go out, you know, with their yeah, true, friends, yeah. etc. Or like, but we're much more a family that I think has dinner in each other's homes, etc. So basically, it wasn't unusual to be sitting at home. But just like New Year's Eve, they're very judgmental when it comes to these holidays where people start booking tables and going out to celebrate. Ridiculous. Why would you go out for dinner on Valentine's Day? I'd watch me job. Yeah, what the place would be full. You get a half menu. You get, they'd be making nonsense. I'd be mortified. I'd absolutely. So I think I, I definitely absorbed a lot of that growing up. You know, then when people... Like when I lived in Paris and stuff and, and they were very into, I mean, they weren't very into kind of super themed desserts, but they were very into going out on dates and going out on Valentine's Day. The city of romance after Exactly, all. right. And and I, I think, you know, there were a couple of occasions where I was asked, do you want to go out for dinner on Valentine's Day? And I'd be always like, ah, no, you know, like not yeah, for cringe. me. The, like I'm too cool to be going out on these cheesy manufactured holidays, but like... 
Are you? Might be nice. I never have. Have you? Well, yes. So when I was dating my secondary school boyfriend, we and my dad for dinner on Valentine's Day. I remember one particular time we went to Miller's Pizzeria, you know, in Baggett oh, Street. God, he was very nice and romantic, though. He was very into the romance. He was. He was He was lovely and he was very romantic. And I remember it all, It honestly seemed like they had put in extra tables, which maybe they maybe restaurants do, like maybe they had. It was so packed. There was a set menu, which I think was quite nice. And everybody at each table, there was a rose. So that was quite a cute little, you know, thing. I think that was probably it. Like you do hear about other restaurants where they have like somebody coming around with a violin or, you know, that kind of stuff. But that this was kind of tame in terms of Valentine's things. But I think after that, like I can't remember in my last significant relationship before Brandon, I don't think we did anything for Valentine's. I think we might have got each other a card or got each other something small as a gift. But I don't think we ever went out on Valentine's Day for that reason that you'd just be like, oh, it'll be packed. And also it seems silly. It's like we live together. We can like go out for dinner any night. It doesn't have to be this one night that's like especially romantic and lovey. You know what I mean? But like, do you not? I don't mean in that relationship. I mean, in any relationship, do you? And is it actually okay to embrace an excuse to spend time together and actually focus on your relationship and each other? You know, otherwise you go out and like the purpose of going out is, oh, it's Tuesday or we're going out because we feel like having pizza or like this is actually we're going out to celebrate our relationship. Like it is kind of nice. No, you're right. It is really nice. And... Like, I think at the time, probably from mom and dad as well, that I was like, oh, it's ridiculous. You know, it's ridiculous. It's silly. But it actually is nice. And especially now, like, since I, st- especially now, living with Brandon, living with the boys, we would rarely go out, like, if ever, for dinner or for anything, just the two of us without the kids. Oh, right. I was about to say, not according to dad. Those two are always in restaurants the with fuck? the kids. With the kids. Brandon knows that kids don't even need to go to restaurants. They don't appreciate it. I didn't go to my first restaurant until I was, insert, older age than any of our kids. Can't remember, right? He told me several times and every time I guessed it wrong. I was like, 25? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's actually so annoying. But anyway, no, he's not. He's lovely, but Brandon knows how, how to treat kids in restaurants, but you keep trying to drag them to restaurants all the time just because you're an evil person like that. According to dad. Oh, yeah. You were sounding a bit like that was your opinion. I was, I, no, I was just thinking as well. Do you know what else there was? Mother's Day and Father's Day. Those are other holidays that they definitely oh, put yeah. the... Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I'm not your mother. A palaver about nothing. Yeah, yeah. And oh, again, it's not nice. my mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what's the harm in saying, do you know what? You're a mom or you're a dad yeah. and you're a great job. You're doing a great job. And we yeah, love you're you. doing a great job. Would you like a rest? We well, see he was probably just used to having rests. He Would, was probably like, heaven forbid I should offer her a rest. I'm just yeah, not that's my point. the holiday. He probably didn't even realise she wasn't resting all the time. Oh, he's actually <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I lately have started trying to bring the boys to restaurants more because I want them to know how to behave in restaurants. Because I love going to restaurants, right? And I want to be able to go to restaurants with our family because, it, you know, babysitters are really expensive. In Fort Wayne, they eat really early. So it's not like you're eating after bedtime. I would like to be able to bring them because I want to go. So it's completely selfish. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I want to go to restaurants sometimes and obviously we have to bring the boys and I want them to know how to behave. So that's why I bring them more now than I, I think, think I used to. totally grand. I also used to love being brought to a restaurant. So I'm happy to bring them. Do you remember going to Joelle's on the Nace Road? I used to love their oh, chicken Kiev. I used to love going, yeah, going anywhere. We used to go to Joelle's. We used to go to... But Mullins and Nace. 
I don't think I went to that very often. I went to the Dewdrop with mom and dad. I, we used to love going to Captain America's on Christmas Eve. Oh, like it Captain was America's, that was great. The best, you know, really good. Ca- Eddie Rockets we used to love going to. It was oh, great. I still love Eddie Rockets. Yeah, but I mean, the fact is you go with your family and you have a nice chat. And it's, yeah. Oh, we used to love going to Miller's Pizza that you mentioned. Oh, that, you know, that was right next to, because dad worked in IBM on Baggage Street, so that was yeah, right next to his office. That was great. I also remember thinking that was miles from Stevens Green, because mum made me walk a couple of times when I was about seven. And like for my little legs, it was quite far. But, you know, I know this sounds really twee, right? And we'll get more into it. We have an episode coming up about gratitude and journaling. But like, I do think there is no harm in spend us all spending a little bit more time telling our friends and loved ones and like romantic or otherwise that we appreciate them, that we're thinking about them, that we care about them, that we appreciate the things they do, that we like spending time with them, that they're important to us, etc. And, you know, I like to buy um, presents for people. I like to, you know, I'll see something that I know you would like mm. and I'll buy it and kind of go, I must put that away now for, I'm like, Rosemary's birthday, it's miles away. I'm like, well, you had a birthday two months ago. Here's another birthday present. <laughs> and it is a problem, you know, Kerry laughs because I actually bought a book for Kerry's birthday the other day. Her birthday's in June, I believe, or even July. I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, her birthday's in the summer, right? And it is now February, the beginning of February. So I have to hold. So I'm definitely planning out. Yeah, but no, I'm not. I looked at it and I was like, oh, I'll just give it to her. She'd love it. You know, but that's like, I think those are the moments. It's kind of like on the non-scheduled day. So like, I understand the other argument as well. You know, you, you shouldn't need a holiday to tell somebody you love them. Yeah. But at the same time, if you do tell them year round that you love them, it's no harm to lean into that holiday. Yeah, I agree. What do you think about partners buying each other gifts on on Valentine's Day? Do you think it's necessary? Like, not necessary, but like, would you expect it or would you not expect Because this year, for example, because we just got that outrageous vet bill, I'm literally like, we're not buying each other Valentine's gifts. We'll get each other a card. But is that like, would like, do you expect a gift from your partner? Or do you think, do you prefer a random gift whenever they're just thinking of you? You know what I mean? No, I do think, I, I mean, I think it's, but like, I don't think it has to be a purchased gift. I think you could make me a cake. I think you could give me breakfast in bed. I think you could just do something nice for me. You know what I mean? I think you could bring me a cup of coffee when I'm not expecting it or... Breakfast in bed is a good one. It's unfortunate now that it falls on a Wednesday. Otherwise, I'd be expecting that from Brandon, but he'll be gone to work about four hours before I wake up. But also, you can get a bunch of flowers for $6. You know, it's not like it doesn't have to be major it can just be some gesture that says I love you and you're special and I want to treat you nicely okay now I'm in a panic about what I'm going to get him something small that says I love you and you're special make him some sausage rolls that's what I'm going home to make later on not for not for Valentine's Day but just like they're delicious that's nice I'm thinking about you here you'd like these cooking no I'm not going to cook anything Okay, well, I don't have any other suggestions. Do you not have like a? Do you not have a present drawer somewhere that you could pull something out of? Actually, I have a fleece in my present drawer for Bo. I must show it to you. Maybe you just give it to him now because, like, I'm, it probably won't fit him by the time his next birthday comes around. Okay, but Bo is not your Valentine. No, true. Uh, I do have a present drawer, but there's nothing in there that Brana would like. It's mostly candles at the moment. Give him a candle and then you burn it. Why don't you? Do you know what? You could do a sexy dance. I hear you're good at them. Okay, burn the candle. Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. Dance beside it. Seniority. You can get us on Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. Email us, notwithoutmysister at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at notwithoutmysister. And let us know through DM and a comment on Patreon by email what you are getting your person, if you have one, for Valentine's Day and what you'd be expecting from them. Do you like the holiday? Do you not? Let us know everything. Tell us everything. You could write him a poem. We heard you're clearly good at them. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune, and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.